0: Welcome to Salvation Prayer Mission Worldwide, the Miracle Center in King William Sound, Eastern Cape Province in South Africa. Take this time to listen to the Word of the Lord and your life will never be the same.
1: Your life will never be the same
2: again. Say, never, there is going to be a divine transformation. Yokes
1: are going to be broken.
2: Your life
1: will never be the same
2: again.
1: Because God is still looking for a woman to use. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, We are too blessed.
2: Come and say, We are too honored. Come and say, Podasios. It's too Podasios. Ask
1: your neighbor, You are not saying it. Come and clap for the Lamb of God.
2: Before.
1: I introduce your mama, my mama.
2: I call him Mama One. You
1: remember, Bishop Doug is our grandpapa. What? Papa One. Hallelujah. Are you ready? Are you ready for
2: that? Are
1: you ready? Just relax. Let's listen to the profile of God's Chandra.
2: Tell
1: relax. Let's go.
0: Lady Reverend Adelaide Howard Mills is an attorney by profession. She serves under the ministry of her husband, Bishop Doug Herbert Mills, founder and presiding bishop of the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a preacher and a conference speaker both locally and And internationally she has been privileged to be used by God in so many countries of the world to all ages and gender she has a plethora of recorded messages on many issues experiences and situations of life from God's perspective lady Reverend Adelaide is head on a weekly radio program called honey on my lips which seeks to bring out the sweetness of God's word to all and sundry. She is also the director, the directors of the Healing Jesus Center, comprising of the Lighthouse Mission, Hospital and Fertility Center, the Lighthouse Christian Children's Home, Ministry to Blind, Deaf, Prisoners, Beggars and Destitute. She is blessed with four children, and believes that it is only the grace of God that has enabled her to make such a difference in so many lives. Wow.
1: Before I introduce our Mama One. I want to take this divine opportunity I and welcome to all of you in the mighty name of Jesus.
2: Also,
1: Apostle Batandwa.
2: you so much
1: for the airwaves. Come on, come for Jesus,
2: on, come
1: It is an
2: honor. A
1: privilege to acknowledge God's end time
2: general. A woman of God assigned to nations a
1: woman of
2: God that speaks the mysteries of God a woman of God
1: but I call a mega woman a woman of God through the unction of God granted her the divine function
2: and to
1: sanction the powers of darkness. wake up our mama, your mama. Oh, lady Reverend, our lady, he was me.
3: To be praised
2: tonight, I want
3: you to give a resounding applause to the King of Kings, the Lord, of
2: Lords,
3: the author of salvation, the Alpha and the Omega, oh, yeah. the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Oh, yeah. His name is Jesus. Oh, father thank you for this privilege tonight to be used as a vessel in your hands thank you that we have the excellency in this vessel of clay we have this treasure in earthen vessels and the excellency of the power might be of you and not of us father tonight I submit myself wholly, and reservedly and totally into your mighty hands and into the, uh, the hands of the Holy Spirit. Father, have your way and use me for the purpose for which you have assigned this meeting. Holy Spirit, minister through me. Apart from you, I can do nothing, but with you I can do all things. Oh, Holy Spirit, help me to speak from the heart of the Father. Thank you for the anointing. Thank you for the infilling of the Holy Spirit. And thank you for the oracles of God, which I speak by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 please take
2: your seats.
3: Praise the Lord. What a miracle it is to be here tonight. And... um, I want to thank God for this opportunity. And I also want to thank my husband, the bishop, under the whose covering.
2: And
3: <laughs> ministry, I stand. Amen.
2: <laughs> I
3: want to salute
2: Bishop Ransford.
3: <laughs> God's messenger. For this church. And for this ministry. And I pray that. The Lord will bless the work of your
2: hands. And
3: use you for his
2: purpose. Amen. Amen.
3: I want to salute also. All the pastors and leaders. Of this church. Thank you for having me. It's a privilege. Thank you for receiving us so
2: well.
3: We feel so well looked after.
2: Like
3: some fatted cows. Amen. Amen. And I want to also salute each and every one of you. Thank you for this privilege.
2: And
3: thank you for being here. Amen.
2: Amen.
3: Your theme for your conference is God is still looking for a woman to
2: use. I, I
3: thank God for his grace.
2: Because
3: God is not looking for perfect
2: vessels. He's
3: not looking for ability. He's looking for availability. And if we avail ourselves, God will use us for his glory.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: And so this evening I want to talk to you about the types of women
2: God uses.
3: Or if you like, the profile of women that God uses.
2: Second Timothy 2 verse
3: 20 I always say that Some of us, we don't know the books of the Bible.
2: But we know
3: where to find the latest fashion. We know how to find the latest hair. But we don't know where to find the word of God.
2: And
3: when Satan comes knocking on our door,
2: it's not
3: whether your hair is Brazilian, Peruvian or South
2: African but
3: it's the word of God in your mouth that makes a difference
2: Amen 2
3: Timothy 2.20 are you there? But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. 21. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. Amen. Amen. So the Bible is telling us that in the great house there are many vessels.
2: And it
3: says that some are to dishonor and some are to
2: honor. But
3: whether you will be a vessel of honor or dishonor depends on you
2: and I. Because
3: Paul is saying that if a man therefore purges himself not somebody purges you. But you paid yourself from things that he has talked about that are
2: not wholesome.
3: Then you become a vessel and to honor. And then you are sanctified. That means you are set apart. And meet for the master's use. It means that you are now In a a shape of a vessel that God can use. And then you are also prepared for every good work that God has for you.
2: So it doesn't matter
3: what you are before the purging.
2: The
3: Bible says no matter what vessel you are, if you purge yourself, you shall be a vessel unto
2: honor. And that's when
3: an angel doesn't do it for us. We do it for ourselves.
2: So let's
3: look in scripture and see what types of women
2: God uses.
3: God uses women who have been demon-possessed.
2: Luke 8, verse 2. Luke 8, verse 2.
3: He was talking about people who followed Jesus.
2: And the Bible says,
3: And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene out
2: of whom went seven devils.
3: I love the Bible because
2: it doesn't,
3: it doesn't pretend.
2: If
3: seven devils were cast out of Mary Magdalene, the Bible would tell
2: us so. Mary Magdalene,
3: but you and I would look at the profile of such a person and say, mm, the number of demons are a lot. Seven is God's perfect number. She cannot
2: be used.
3: But God uses even the demon
2: possessed. Hallelujah!
3: But he never leaves us the way we are. The Bible says that they had been healed of evil spirits.
2: And infirmities. Infirmities
3: are weaknesses. They may be physical like sickness. But there are other infirmities like social, moral, And emotional infirmities. And when she met Jesus, the demons didn't stay. So if you have met Jesus and the demons are still with you then I question who you have met. Because the Bible says, out of whom went seven devils.
2: And uh,
3: many people think a lot of demon-possessed people are women.
2: But
3: the person who was the greatest carrier of demons was the madman of Gadara. And he had 2,000.
2: And
3: not only did he have 2,000, the demons besieged Jesus to send them into the pigs. And then when Jesus sent them into the 2,000 pigs, the pigs went and drowned into the sea, and therefore it caused financial loss to the states. Jesus. Wow. Oh, interpret. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Amen. And so we are never too far for God to
2: use. (laughs) Because
3: Mary Magdalene was used by Jesus in so many powerful ways.
2: She was the
3: first woman for Jesus to appear
2: to.
3: So after casting out the devils, she became a vessel unto honor. It's not enough for devils to live your
2: life. If
3: we do not fill our life with good things, then worse things happen to us. Sometimes people wonder if Christians can be demon-possessed. A Christian cannot be
2: demon-possessed.
3: But a Christian, born-again Christian can be greatly influenced by demons.
2: And that
3: happens when the Christian does not fill her life with good
2: things. The Bible
3: talks about a house which was swept and garnished. It was swept
2: of demons. And um,
3: everything was put in
2: place.
3: But it was not filled with anything.
2: Let's
3: turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter
2: 12. Matthew chapter 12.
3: Verse
2: 43. Or
3: reading from 43. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest and findeth none. Jesus. Next verse. Then he saith. You see, when you look at the verse, it says that when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh.
2: So demons
3: are personalities And demons can walk and
2: move
3: So he walketh through dry places
2: Seeking rest So when demons go out of our lives They are rendered homeless And they
3: begin to look around To look for a comfortable place He is not seeking just anywhere He is seeking rest
2: The Bible says
3: And findeth none
2: Next verse Then he says then he says. Demons can speak. And that is why
3: sometimes when demons are being cast out. They
2: speak.
3: He says I will return into my house. Demons have a will. Demons have a desire. And they express it. He says, I will return into my house.
2: That
3: house is your life.
2: From whence I came out. This
3: is what happened to Mary Magdalene. The seven demons came out. But when he goes round and he doesn't find a place of rest. He comes back to check where he left whether there's still some vacancy.
2: And the Bible says,
3: when he's come, he finds it
2: empty. Yes,
3: God uses women who are
2: demon-possessed.
3: But he loves them too much to leave them that way.
2: So they are cast out. Because
3: the Bible says, out of whom had Gone seven demons.
2: But after
3: the demons
2: leave the life,
3: it can be left empty.
2: When this demon came back, the life had been left empty. He
3: finds it empty,
2: swept and garnished.
3: Garnished means fully furnished.
2: There are beds. There's furniture. There's dining room furniture. There's well-stocked kitchen. There's a
3: bathroom with hot running water.
2: There's a bathroom with hot running water.
3: But it's still empty.
2: Verse 45. Then goeth he. The
3: demon is moving
2: again. And
3: taketh with himself. Demons go on evangelism and taketh with himself seven other spirits. You remember how many were cast out of Mary Magdalene? This demon was one in this case. But he went on door to door evangelism Which Christians don't
2: do anymore And
3: took to himself Seven other spirits
2: Other evil
3: spirits Apart from himself
2: That
3: is why when you become born again
2: And you leave your life empty And you go back Your
3: state is sometimes worse than when you first came. Because the demon who went out has come back with seven other
2: spirits. And
3: not only seven other spirits, more wicked than himself.
2: Because
3: he knows that he was cast out.
2: And that
3: he has to fortify himself.
2: And they enter in. They
3: enter in because there's nobody in the house.
2: They enter in
3: because the house
2: is empty. And not
3: only do they enter in, they dwell
2: there. They dwell there. And
3: the last state of that man. It's worse than the
2: first. Even so shall it be also unto
3: this wicked generation.
2: After, after the boy,
3: seven devils had left Mary Magdalene, when
2: time, Sheila, Magdalene. She didn't leave her life empty. I'm she filled
3: it with something
2: she filled it with something. And when she filled it,
3: and the demon came back, he saw that all the rooms had been filled. Amen.
2: And when he saw
3: that the rooms had been
2: filled,
3: He took note that there was no place for him. It is the same with your life.
2: You
3: must be filled. Ephesians
2: 3 verse 19.
3: And to know the love of Christ. Which passeth
2: knowledge. That ye might be filled
3: with what? With the fullness. All the fullness. All the fullness of God. When demons come and you are filled with all the fullness of God,
2: there's
3: no room for them.
2: Ephesians.
3: 518 says and be not drunk with wine wherein is excess but be filled with anger mm. be filled with self uh-uh. be filled with worldliness uh-uh. be filled with the spirit Amen. and then it goes on to show us how do we get filled with the spirit holy spirit uh, lady reverend
2: It says, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Not worldly
3: songs, not worldly songs, but spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord giving thanks always for all things
2: unto God the Father. It means the type of songs you sing leads
3: to the filling of your heart with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, let the word of God dwell in you richly. When the word of God has taken all the rooms in the house.
2: There's
3: no way for the seven more demons worn on evangelism.
2: To take a hold of you. And then you become a woman that God can use. God uses demon-possessed women. Amen. Amen.
3: God uses women caught
2: in adultery.
3: Amen. God uses women caught in adultery.
2: Amen. <laughs>
3: John chapter. John. No, let me look at Matthew.
2: Matthew, Matthew. Matthew
3: chapter nine.
2: Mateo estorba.
3: Are you there?
2: Verse twenty to
3: twenty two.
2: If we say muchuma mabini, nuki agama shuma mabini,
3: nesibini. And behold a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood. Ah no. That's a that's a third point. So let's go to um I'm looking for the woman that Jesus said, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. John eight or so? Is it John eight? Mr. Looking for the things. John
2: 8, verse 10. Amen. Amen.
3: A woman was caught in adultery. And the men brought her to Jesus. As if adultery is caused by one person.
2: Adultery
3: is caused by two parties.
2: But
3: the brunt always falls on women.
2: So the men collected her and brought her. And they
3: told Jesus, we have caught her in the very act.
2: And
3: then... Jesus was writing as it goes. Jesus said, let Hebrews without sin cast the first stone. And verse 10 said, the people started to leave
2: one by one. So Jesus
3: lifted up himself and saw none but the woman.
2: And he said unto
3: her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Has no man condemned thee? Verse 11. She said, no man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Amen.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: go and sin no
2: more. Yes,
3: God uses women caught
2: in adultery.
3: But God loves us too much to leave us in that state. Therefore, when we encounter Jesus, there is a change in our lives.
2: And even though
3: he did not condemn her,
2: He didn't just say go. But he said go. And because you have met me, sin no more. Sin no more. The body of
3: Christ likes to say that God has redeemed
2: us. It is true.
3: But nobody encounters God and remains the same.
2: When
3: Paul met Jesus on the road to Damascus,
2: he was a murderer
3: before.
2: But
3: he was changed by God. Peter said, depart from me.
2: I'm a sinful man. When
3: people meet Jesus, they don't stay the
2: same.
3: How come you have met Jesus
2: and you are not changed? Titus chapter 2 verse 14.
3: Titus. It
2: talks about Jesus. Who gave himself for us. Why? The Bible tells us why. Number one. That
3: he might redeem us from all iniquity. God did not give himself for us that we may stay the
2: same. But he
3: saved us and redeemed us. He bought us back from all iniquity.
2: And after
3: that, he begins to purify unto himself a zealous people, a peculiar
2: people. Zealous
3: of good ways.
2: Today, there are no
3: peculiar people. Peculiar people are
2: strange The
3: world finds them strange The world finds them abnormal But the world finds Christians the same
2: But sometimes even
3: worse than themselves.
2: But Christ
3: did not redeem us just to leave us the way
2: we are. He redeemed us
3: from all iniquity
2: that he might
3: purify unto
2: himself a peculiar people and what
3: makes them peculiar
2: they are
3: zealous for good works
2: they want
3: to do right
2: they want to do
3: what pleases
2: God these
3: days there is a gospel without a
2: cross
3: Christians just say lady reverend is very hard
2: but
3: did God say it will be easy
2: I thank
3: God that Jesus is not like that to your boyfriend.
2: Who
3: promised you so many things and did not deliver. He promised to give you his heart and use a battery.
2: He promised
3: that you were the only mosquito in his mosquito net.
2: He
3: sang some songs to you. He said, What? You to me are everything, the sweetest song that I can sing. Oh, baby. Hey. Oh, baby. Wow. He said, you to me are everything. Tell you. The sweetest song that I can
2: sing. Oh baby. And
3: yet you found that there was another baby. And that to him you were not everything. But God will tell you as it is.
2: The
3: Bible says they that shall live godly in Christ
2: Jesus
3: shall suffer
2: persecution. (laughs) Jesus
3: said, take up your cross
1: daily
2: he said take up
3: your cross deny yourself he didn't just give us sweet words to just entice us he said sit down and count the cost he said when the self is saying lie with this person deny self
2: what do we see today Jesus,
3: Self self is ruling in the, <laughs> lives, in the lives of many Christians. <laughs> when they marry and there's a little storm, <laughs>
2: they say, Lady
3: Reverend, I'm not that type of woman.
2: As for me,
3: I can't stand nonsense.
2: <laughs> Lady Reverend, I'm out of the door.
3: But when you are a Christian,
2: you are
3: a peculiar person.
2: You are not like the
3: world. Marriage is not an easy game.
2: That is
3: why there is an age for marriage. Hoping that you will be mature spiritually, physically, emotionally, and
2: financially.
3: And after all the maturity,
2: you die to self. And
3: that's the path that people can take the bible says among the fruits of the spirit is self control
2: not Not angel control but self you govern
3: yourself you lead yourself because the holy spirit helps
2: you go and sin no more
3: God uses Women
2: caught in adultery.
3: God uses women who have
2: issues. Matthew chapter 9.
3: Verse 20. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood, 12 years, came behind him and touched the hem of his
2: garment. We
3: all have issues. This woman's issue was an issue of
2: blood. But you also have issues.
3: It may not be an issue of blood, but it's an
2: issue. It may
3: be An immorality issue. It may be a lying issue. It may be a marital issue.
2: It may
3: be a parental
2: issue. It may be
3: a financial issue. (laughs) It may be a stealing issue. But you still have an issue. God uses women with issues. When human beings see that you have issues, they keep away.
2: When human beings see
3: you have issues, when you call them, they say, this girl, we are tired of her problem every day. She's coming to complain about something. So, they keep away from
2: you. But
3: God Uses women with
2: issues. In
3: the world, when even you get delivered from your
2: issues.
3: The world still names you by your
2: issue. The
3: prodigal son came home, but up to today we call him the
2: prodigal son.
3: The woman with the issue of blood, she was healed from the issue, but we call her the woman with the issue
2: of
3: blood. Blind Bartimaeus was healed, but we call him blind Bartimaeus up to
2: today. (laughs)
3: Because men will always call you according to your problem.
2: But not God. Hallelujah.
3: Sometimes yeah. we feel we have issues, so we
2: stop serving God. Sometimes we
3: think we have issues, so we say, Lady Heaven, let me sort out my issues and then come and serve God. <laughs> Lady
2: Reverend, my issues
3: are a lot. I don't even know where to start from.
2: Reverend, I mean those no And because
3: of that, I'm not ready to be used by God. But God wants you to come and serve him with your
2: issues. God wants
3: you to come and confront him with your
2: issues. There will
3: never be a perfect world.
2: The
3: Bible says from the time of John the Baptist until now.
2: The kingdom
3: of God suffers violence.
2: And the violent take it by force. Christianity doesn't just come
3: to you. Serving God doesn't just come to you. It's a fight. It hasn't been easy serving God. Sometimes I think he has the wrong woman.
2: Sometimes
3: I think he should get a better woman with a woman with more
2: muscle.
3: Sometimes I feel that the barriers to cross before you obey him are
2: too many. But in spite of all these issues, the Bible says in Hebrews 12. Verse
3: 1. Or verse 2. Looking unto Jesus. The author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him? endured the cross
2: there will
3: never be perfect peace before you say it's now time to serve god
2: there will never be perfect
3: calm before you say now that i have calm, i can serve the lord some of you say lady reverend if i find the man of my dreams then i'll settle down with him and then we will serve god together
2: Bible says,
3: work out your own
2: salvation
3: with fear and trembling.
2: You are
3: whole before you marry. It's not marriage that's going to make you
2: whole.
3: Your identity should be in Christ before you meet anybody.
2: But if you are looking
3: for completion because of marriage, you've
2: missed the way.
3: The Bible says, The fullness of the Godhead dwelleth in my Lord, and we are complete in him.
2: God
3: uses women with issues. The storm is really raging in my marriage. If it were not for my marriage, I would
2: really serve God. My marital issue is bigger than me. But if
3: you will put aside the issue,
2: and you will reach out for the
3: hem of his garment (laughs) and
2: you will reach
3: out just to be used by
2: him therein
3: lies your deliverance
2: because
3: as you concentrate on your issue, you become like your issue
2: because what you
3: behold you
2: become
3: the bible says as we with an unveiled face we behold his face then we are changed from glory to glory
2: so what you
3: are beholding you become when you continue to behold your marital problem you will become a problem yourself
2: but if
3: you will keep on beholding the master you will be changed from glory to glory hallelujah! and you even say to yourself did I ever have this problem
2: because
3: you rearrange your priorities and you decide I'm seeking first the kingdom of God at first you were seeking first the marital kingdom
2: Hoping that God
3: will be added unto you.
2: It's
3: time to recalibrate.
2: Amen. And seek
3: first His kingdom. Many women who concentrate on God, it's not that they don't have problems, but the problems pale in the presence of God.
2: Amen.
3: It's not always easy to be an evangelist wife.
2: There are
3: times when you give and give and give. You put your husband in the offering bowl and it goes round. When it reaches, everybody takes, 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 takes. From Zimbabwe to Williamstown to Mafakim to Zambia, everybody takes it. By the time the offering bowl comes to Ghana, it's empty.
2: Jesus. Jesus. And then you say,
3: Oh, I have issues. I'm lonely, Lady
2: Reverend.
3: Sometimes I want somebody to discuss something with, or something has come up. And then you call, and the person is on the stage. And people are declaring their healings. Therefore, your problem takes backstage.
2: In that case,
3: you have a choice.
2: You
3: can just decide to meditate on what you don't have.
2: You say,
3: when i married... I was marrying a pastor.
2: And then child, and then child,
3: of a small church. <inaudible> then he became a pastor of a mega church. <inaudible> then he became a pastor of a few branches. <inaudible> then he became a pastor of many
2: countries. <inaudible> and up
3: to now, they have 81 countries
2: <inaudible> 3,000 branches. <inaudible> and then
3: now he's an evangelist. God,
2: that's not how I plan my life to be. Let
3: me look at all the things I don't have. You create an idol or a monument out of that. And your life begins to take the downward trend. And then if you say, Jesus, you said you will never leave me nor forsake me. I can find my fulfillment in you. So as he is going ministering here and there, I also have a life by the grace of God. I have the presence of God to
2: go to. I have a God to seek. I have lives to touch. I have places to make a difference.
3: So that when you meet the person, after all the
2: rounds,
3: you are also a fulfilled woman.
2: Not a
3: basket of complaints. God is doing you a favor when He calls you to use you. He's saving you from the psychiatric ward, He's saving you from self centeredness. He's saving you from a life of
2: depression.
3: He wants to use you.
2: It's your
3: privilege, not his. I often wonder why he chooses vessels of clay. I have never gone to a jewelry shop to buy clay
2: necklace. People
3: pay for necklaces of gold, silver, Diamond,
2: platinum, tanzanite. But
3: God says you are a vessel of clay.
2: But I still choose you.
3: God uses women with issues.
2: seven
3: But in order for him to
2: use us,
3: we have to press beyond the crowd.
2: Because even though she had issues, the
3: Bible says she said to herself, go back to
2: Luke 8,
3: she said to herself, If I might but touch his garment,
2: I shall be made whole.
3: The woman with issues is able to break through because she knows how to preach to herself.
2: Some
3: of us, when we come through crisis, we just sit in it and we cry
2: it's okay to cry but don't
3: call a pity party
2: nobody
3: spoke to her she had to minister to
2: herself the
3: Bible says David encouraged himself in the Lord is
2: God there are
3: times in my life when I have no one to encourage me
2: and God has taught
3: me to encourage
2: myself. I encourage
3: myself by going to His Word to find out what He is
2: saying. I
3: encourage myself by investing in messages and letting them play in my room over and over again.
2: Because
3: something will drop in your spirit.
2: She pressed
3: on through the crowd.
2: It's not easy to reach God with issues. There are so many obstacles but it takes persistence it takes
3: pressing on
2: until
3: you encounter God.
2: God uses
3: women with issues.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: God uses women with failed relationships.
2: John chapter 4. Reading from 16
3: to 18. John chapter
2: 4.
3: The woman at the well. She meets Jesus.
2: And she keeps
3: asking unnecessary questions like most of us to avert the real
2: issue. And
3: then they reach a point in the conversation, and Jesus says to her. Go call thy husband and come with him.
2: Verse 17. The
3: woman answered and said, I have
2: no husband.
3: Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. Verse 18. For thou hast had five husbands. And he whom thou now hast is not thy husband in that sayest thou truly Jesus. why would you marry five times
2: the
3: first time we will say that you made a mistake you didn't know it was immaturity
2: <laughs> the second one will
3: say you had learned your mistakes <laughs> the third one will say you are looking for something that doesn't exist <laughs> but the fourth and the fifth it beats our minds.
2: Because
3: she probably was looking for fulfillment in
2: relationships.
3: God has not created any one person to fulfill all your needs in this
2: life. If
3: such a person exists, then God has created a rival to himself
2: and the
3: Bible says my glory I will share with no
2: one
3: God has not created any one human being that when you do this he knows it means you feel cold when you do this he knows it means you are hurting when you do this it means you are in a mood when you do this it means you are discouraged there is no such human being on this
2: earth
3: when I ask you what type of person you would like to marry
2: and ubuza malophu didlo umuntu obawolukumchathe.
3: I'm waiting for my soulmate.
2: Lindele mama Reverend I owamhlobo And
3: when I say, what's your soulmate?
2: Andibuza ngubani low?
3: Somebody I can connect to. Somebody who really shares my deepest intimacies.
2: No no kwazungxibelana naye zesabela nenzulu
3: but you are looking for something that does not exist.
2: (laughs) When
3: people say, somebody that will do this I say, but are you yourself, are you that person? You (laughs) 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 the person
2: talking, are you that person?
3: Because of the movies we watch,
2: (laughs) the books we read,
3: (laughs) the things we
2: hear,
3: It gives us a false view of relationships. For example, I always say the Bible says that love suffers long.
2: I used
3: to read a lot of romantic books when I was a teenager. and I never saw that love suffers.
2: And I never saw that it
3: suffers long
2: and
3: the bible will always tell you as it is
2: but you
3: you have been watching movies so in the movie you were watching the guy came with the girl to the train station it was raining
2: and he
3: was coming to see the girl off he was coming to see the girl off and then the girl went to sit where she was sitting, by the window.
2: And then
3: the window pane was cloudy.
2: And the girl drew
3: the form of her heart.
2: <laughs> and there were tears in her eyes. And you, the
3: boy was standing on the platform.
2: And
3: he said to the
2: girl,
3: I love you, but you can't say it with this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Then,
3: the music started to play. (laughs) Then the whistle went. (laughs) And the train began to move slowly.
2: (laughs) And the boy started
3: to run with the train.
2: (laughs) And
3: the girl was called... Cheryl. And the boy said Cheryl. And the film also had slow motion. (laughs) Then you met this boy from Mpula Nanga. (laughs) When you are going, he doesn't even go and see you off. (laughs) And you have seen this movie. Of Jesus. how people see their lovers off. Jesus. Where you are? There's no train station. For him to even run across the platform. You look at it, you say, Lady Reverend. I made the wrong choice. You didn't make the wrong choice. It is not as many as are led by movies. It is as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They are the children of God. The Bible says do not be conformed to this world. But be transformed. By the renewing of your mind,
2: and because
3: you are expecting something that doesn't exist, you are so sad. You are looking for everything in this man, and he is not giving it to
2: you.
3: <laughs> but go and ask Esther.
2: Esther,
3: the Bible says her wedding was a public holiday when it was your wedding we all went to work we went to our various places <laughs> the bible says the king loved her above all the women and remember that she had been selected out of all the beauties
2: but when
3: Mordecai came that she should go and
2: see the king
3: in Esther 11, Esther reveals a secret
2: he said that I have not
3: been called in unto the king.
2: This 30 days, you live in the
3: palace, yes.
2: You are a queen, yes. You
3: have no needs, yes. But you live in the same house with the man and for 30 days you have not seen him. You Did you have a grand wedding? Yes, you did.
2: Did you have a grand wedding? Yes, you
3: did. Did he love you above all the women in the province? Yes, he did. But how come for 30 days in the same house
2: he
3: has not called you?
2: And if
3: he has not called you for 30 days
2: does your
3: life come to a standstill?
2: Bombako buya bum
3: Do you stop living?
2: We are yeganu pee. Do you cry and even lose your job? We are Lilaus Pulukan
3: Sabezwak. Yes. It is a difficult situation.
2: But I know
3: a man. never changes. And I know a man who doesn't have to hold to you a royal scepter before you can come to him.
2: The
3: Bible says in Hebrews 4, 16, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may find mercy and grace to help in time of need. There's somebody you don't need an appointment to see. There's
2: somebody
3: who doesn't need
2: palace
3: protocol. So how come you don't cultivate your relationship with that person?
2: But you
3: spend your time on useless relationships.
2: Amen.
3: God uses women with failed relationships.
2: She had tried five times
3: and she was still trying.
2: This
3: sixth time around she was staying with the man but it wasn't her
2: husband. And yet she was still hungry.
3: And Jesus promised her water that will not make her thirst anymore. Human
2: relationships don't quench all your
3: thirst. Yes, they
2: are a blessing,
3: but they don't quench
2: all your thirst. But
3: the spring of living water does quench your thirst. Jesus And the Bible says, when the woman encountered Jesus, she left her pot behind.
2: and And she went
3: into the city. And brought all the men of the city out.
2: No woman, only men. She went to her familiar territory. When she met Jesus, She allowed him to use him. And the Bible says
3: Jesus stayed in that place ministering to that city.
2: Through one woman encountering Jesus in spite of her failed relationships God was
3: able to
2: use her to bring a whole city out. That will be your
3: story.
2: Hallelujah.
3: Some of, us have B- gone B- through, some of us have gone through divorces. B- some of us feel so sorry about what has happened
2: to us. B- I counsel a lot of women. B-
3: and a lot of them live in yesterday. B-
2: I'm
3: not saying it's not painful for a relationship to fail. For a woman, a relationship... Is more than even an investment in
2: the bank.
3: Normally she gives her all. But when it fails,
2: cut your losses. Jesus.
3: Cut your losses. Get up and dust yourself. And start all over
2: again.
3: Yes, I invested this. Lady Reverend, I invested this. I thought that this. I did this. And look at what has happened. And what does the Bible say? Forgetting what lies behind.
2: Amen. We reach forward to
3: what
2: lies ahead. Amen.
3: The things didn't happen the way you thought. But don't live in that junction for the rest of your
2: life.
3: Know that God can take the ashes
2: and give you
3: beauty. He didn't
2: tell you how. He just said, give me the ashes. And I'll give you the beauty. And also
3: there are many gems to be learned from failed relationships.
2: You become stronger. Things
3: you thought you couldn't overcome. You are surprised
2: that you've sailed through. And you can even become healthier. And
3: you can be a beacon to other broken women.
2: God is looking
3: for a woman he can use. God uses widows. First Kings 17.
2: 9 to 24. Men
3: may not read all.
2: 1 Kings 17.
3: God is speaking to Elijah.
2: He says, Arise, get thee to Zarephath. And dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow, a widow woman there,
3: to sustain
2: thee. Amen. Amen.
3: When you look at Deuteronomy chapter
2: 24 from verse 19
3: Deuteronomy 24 It's talking about when people go to their farms and they cut things down. It
2: says when thou
3: cuttest down thy harvest in thy field and hast forgotten a sheaf in the field, thou shalt not go again to fetch it. It shall be for the stranger, for the fatherless, and for the widow, that the Lord thy God may bless thee in all the work of thine hands. God was saying that when you have
2: a farm,
3: and you harvest your things,
2: and you
3: leave some of the things on
2: the farm,
3: don't go back for it. But allow the widow, the fatherless, and the stranger to benefit from it.
2: Because in those
3: days, men worked and women mostly stayed at
2: home. So a
3: widow didn't have
2: anything. And
3: so it's very strange that in 1 Kings 17 reading from verse
2: 9 that
3: God would tell Elijah go there I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain
2: thee and when
3: Elijah comes to the woman go
2: to verse 12 thereabouts
3: verse 11 Verse 10. So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering sticks. And Elijah called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. Verse 11. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand.
2: Verse
3: 12. And she said, As the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I'm gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat it and die. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, when Elijah came, the widow was trying to get some sticks together
2: any food
3: that you take only two sticks to cook is not a lot
2: and
3: first of all he asked for water so that's what water she had so she was going to get it and then Elijah called her back and said oh make me a cake of bread, and let me eat first before you and your
2: son. I thought
3: God said he had commanded the widow.
2: So I thought
3: that the widow would say, oh yes, God has spoken to me concerning you, so I'll just do it. But when Elijah came, the widow rather had excuses. The
2: fact
3: that God has commanded somebody to do something doesn't mean The person does
2: it wholeheartedly and easily.
3: The way God told Elijah, go there, she will feed you, I have commanded. I thought that there would be no impediments. As soon as it comes, the woman will say, yes, God has been speaking to me about you. Here you are. But she said, in fact, these are our problems. We don't have a lot of food. And besides, it's the last. And also, it's the last thing we are going to cook. And you know what? After that, we expect to die. Somebody the Lord has commanded to help a man of God.
2: Amen. Amen.
3: God uses widows. (inaudible) But even when God calls us and commands us, we are still reluctant and stubborn but God told Elijah because God looks beyond our excuses and knows that it's a journey and that we will get
2: there and if it was the
3: present day if it were me I would say this is the most false prophet I've ever come across
2: there's a famine
3: bible commentary says that the woman was not necessarily poor
2: because she had a
3: house
2: but the
3: farming had affected her so we were all staying in the same bad economy and then you come and say i should sow a seed in your life first
2: you are a false prophet
3: With my natural and legal reasoning, it doesn't
2: make sense.
3: But God needed to sustain the prophet so that the widow would be sustained.
2: If she had
3: only depended on what she had, she would have eaten with her son and they would have died. But the Bible says after her obedience, the oil never ran out. The meal never ran out Amen. until the famine ended.
2: Amen. So God's thoughts are
3: not our thoughts. Amen. What we have. It's enough for us to eat and die. Oh, but God's mind is enough for you to eat and for the oil and meal never to run out.
2: Amen. <laughs> the fact
3: that God uses widows shows us that God doesn't use just people who have
2: enough.
3: God uses people rather who need, and fulfills their needs in ways that are not natural
2: to us. I have a
3: commanded a widow there to
2: yeah. feed you.
3: God used another widow in Luke seven eleven to sixteen. At the on the widow because of time. Luke 7,
2: 11 to 15, to 16, sorry. Jesus
3: went into a city called Nain, and many of the disciples and other people went with him. Verse 12. When he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much of the people of the city was with her. Verse 13. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not, fourteen. And he came and touched the bier, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, Arise. Amen. God does not always wait for us to reach out to him. <laughs>
2: He sees and sizes up the situation himself. And his
3: compassion moves him to save us. Many of us are used to a Christianity where we always ask God, we always go to him, and we always call on him. But there are times when God brings things your way that you have not asked him for because of his compassion.
2: My woman Lady Reverend, so was
3: this woman used by God? So far as their stories are written in the Bible to benefit you and I, then they are being used by God. So God uses widows. My father,
2: my father, my father
3: Luke 2, 36 to 38. That's the final one for tonight. Luke always
2: be in 36 to 38.
3: There was one Anai prophetess, the daughter of Fanuel of the tribe of Asher, And she was of a great age and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. That means she was married for seven years. And way. she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, 84 years, Me. which departed not from the temple, but served God. With fastings and prayers night and day. Amen. Verse 38. Amen. She coming in that instant gave Amen. thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him, that is Jesus, to is. all them that looked for redemption in is. Israel. Amen. Amen. This woman was also a widow. But being a widow, did not stop her from
2: being a prophetess.
3: She was a daughter of the tribe of Asher.
2: She had been
3: married only for seven years, and the rest of her life she had been a widow.
2: There are
3: many painful situations and setbacks in
2: life.
3: But our setbacks should not set us back.
2: When
3: this happened, the Bible says she did not depart from the presence of God. She served God with fastings and prayer day
2: and night. Usually
3: when you are in the ministry of intercession or fasting and prayer, you are not very visible. You are not like a preacher who stands on
2: stage. And sometimes
3: we serve God with the wrong
2: motive.
3: We serve God so that we will be seen by men.
2: When you
3: are a prayer warrior and intercessor, your picture will never be on any poster.
2: Your
3: name will never be heard on radio, on television, or on Facebook that you are having a program.
2: But you are not
3: serving the crowd. You are serving the one who called you. And the Bible says, Faithful is he who called
2: you, who also will do it
3: not all of us may be called to public ministry.
2: But
3: Anna found her place in the house of
2: God. The
3: Bible says she was fasting and praying night and day.
2: Night and day.
3: Her predicament had afforded her a lot of time. But she could have used that time to be bitter against God. She could have used that time to try and understand the tragedy that had come her way. But she chose to use that time to live in the temple of God and to serve him night and day with fastings and prayers. God uses widows but there was also another dimension to her ministry the bible says she was a
2: prophetess
3: the setback of being a widow had not drowned the gifts and callings of God on her life she is probably the first new testament prophetess
2: that is mentioned <laughs>
3: and she was so in tune with the Holy Spirit that when Jesus came in she also came in and prophesied and gave thanks to the Lord and speak of the fact that Jesus was coming to redeem the world as a baby
2: Some of us look at
3: our situations, our predicament, and we feel that because of this, I cannot save God well.
2: But tonight I came to tell you,
3: God uses the demon-possessed woman. God uses the woman caught
2: in adultery.
3: God uses the woman with
2: issues.
3: God uses the unwilling
2: widow.
3: God uses the widow whose ministry may not be public. God uses the woman with failed relationships. If you be willing and obedient,
2: you will eat
3: of the good of the land.
2: The only two things God looks for,
3: willingness and obedience. And that makes you the woman
2: that God can use. Stand to your feet, please. Amen. Amen.
3: Every eye closed, every head bowed, we are in the presence of God. I don't know what what the Holy Spirit has told you
2: tonight.
3: Some of you used to love God and be active. The Bible, the Lord is telling me, your love has grown cold.
2: Because
3: of issues. Some of you seem to be serving God, but you have lost your first love. Some of you look at yourself as if there's been so many issues, so many failures. God cannot use
2: me. But tonight,
3: God is calling you
2: and I to come to the throne of grace.
3: To find mercy.
2: And
3: grace to help in our time of need. Talk to God. I don't know what the Holy Spirit has touched on for you
2: tonight. Talk to him. He's a
3: friend that sticks closer than any brother. Faithful is he who called us. Who
2: also will do it? Some of you are
3: battling many issues. God said, It's time to seek first my
2: kingdom. And all the other things will be taken
3: care
2: of. Talk to
3: God. Open your mouth and speak to him. Father, lift us up above our struggles. Lift us up above our battles. Lift us up above our discouragements. Lift us up above our weariness. Lift us up above our situations and our issues. Lift us up from being weary of well-doing, O oh God. Lift us up for we are tired. Lift us up for we are tired of fighting, Lord. Give us renewed energy and strength.
2: Give us a renewed vision, Lord. Stir up our love for you, Lord. And for those of us who feel we are worthless. Oh, Lord, give us courage again
3: in the name of Jesus. In spite of all the impediments, may we rise far above. Oh, fight our battles for us. Oh, fight our battles for us. The battles that make it difficult to obey you. The battles that make difficult to save you! Oh God, we offer ourselves as vessels that you can use. Use us, Lord, if you can use anything. You are here tonight, every head bowed, every eye
2: closed. You
3: don't know Jesus as your
2: Savior
3: you want to say lady reverend pray for
2: me I'm
3: not sure whether I'll go to heaven or hell when I die
2: I've been playing games with God but tonight I put aside
3: public opinion and impression of men And I say, Lady
2: Reverend
3: Pray for me I want to give my life to
2: Jesus I want to start all
3: over again
2: If you are
3: like that here this evening
2: Just lift
3: up your hands wherever you are. Forget about who is on your left, who is on your
2: right. And mean
3: business with God
2: tonight. You are like
3: that here. Let your hands go high above your
2: shoulders. Give
3: me the opportunity of praying for you.
2: If you've lifted up your hands, come to me in front. Come
3: boldly to the throne of grace.
2: And let me lead you to the master. Mm. Come
3: come come to Jesus come to the fountain that never runs dry come to the relationship that gives fulfillment
2: come
3: forget about who is on your left and who is on your right
2: we all took this step some years ago and you too must take it. That step. if
3: you've come forward say this prayer after me
2: and mean it with your whole heart dear Jesus, dear Jesus
3: tonight, tonight I, come to you I come to you just as I am, just as I am.
2: Jesus,
3: Jesus take, my life,
2: take my life
3: and make me your child Forgive me,
2: Forgive me
3: for all my sins.
2: For all my sins. Wash, me Wash
3: me and make me clean. And
2: make me clean.
3: Thank you, Thank you for, dying on the cross for
2: dying on the cross
3: to pay for my sins. To pay
2: for my sins.
3: Thank you, Thank you for, rising from the dead
2: for rising from the dead so that I, so that I may have eternal life. May have and,
3: and thank you
2: and I thank you
3: that by this, prayer,
2: by this prayer
3: I have become
2: I have become
3: a child of God
2: a child of God
3: in Jesus name. In Jesus
2: name.
3: Amen. Amen Father, I lift up these ones before your throne of grace. I plead for mercy on their behalf. I pray that you will sustain and keep them. I pray that you will cause them to grow and for their roots in you to go deep down. Deliver them from the wiles of the enemy and from every trap of darkness. And Father, use them and make their lives beautiful in your sight. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I have some books to give you. Then you can go to your
2: seats.
3: But continue to come to the house of God and to go in the things of God.
2: In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. you take your seats. Please.
0: We hope you are blessed to have a constant fellowship with us. Visit our website on www.salvationprayermission.co.za For prayer and counseling, call 083-566-0543 or 0833-470749. If you are outside South Africa, use the country code PLUS27. If you would like to come and fellowship with us, you are always welcome. Salvation prayer mission worldwide, touching lives, raising lives, accomplishing destinies.